Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballeros. Welcome back to another edition of Chronicles of the Ring. Uh, we re- revisit the interview that we did back in 2015, or 14, I'm sorry, with uh, Andy Ruiz uh, before he became the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. Um, we uh, had a chance to sit down and have an um, over-the-phone interview with him. What's up, G-Funk? Uh, good morning, man. I had a chance to catch your show uh, yesterday. Good show, bro. Good interview. Um, and thanks for uh, coming on here on uh, Leaving the Ring early in the morning, um, getting this in before I head out to work here. I hope everybody's doing good. hope everybody's safe. Um, you know, it looks like slowly but surely the world is getting back together, uh, reopening here and there. But doesn't mean that you should be uh, Wild West out there, you know, thinking that you're invincible, not wearing a mask or uh, using hand uh, sanitation, uh, just be aware and, and be careful still. It's still, we're still not through the, uh, through the storm of the uh, COVID-19 and stuff. But anyway, so we had a chance to do this interview and pretty much everything that people were asking, bef- you know, right before uh, Andy Ruiz stepped in with uh, Anthony Joshua, which he created one of the biggest upsets in boxing and heavyweight and, and even in the heavyweight um, I think a lot of folks rated above Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas, you know, uh, but there was a lot of, a lot of questions circling around him at the time uh, before he was a, well, I would, yeah, I don't know. Would you guys consider him a household name? I do now because there's a lot of folks that are not big boxing fans and they know who he is now. You know, he is the first Mexican heavyweight to, uh, to grab titles and shock the world as uh, you know, in the process of doing it. Right. So, uh, so, Let's check it out, and then we'll get back over here, and uh, we'll chop it up some more before I head out to work, okay? But, but I wonder this, and I asked you this question, too. I was uh, off, the, off the air uh, right when I had told you that we're going to have him on here, but I asked anybody out there, too, that's tuning in listening. We're going to be patching in some fight fans right now as well. Um, but I asked you this. If the guy loses weight, think about this. If he loses weight, now he's not the very tallest heavyweight out there, but if he was to lose weight, and if you look at his body, in order for him to have more of a trim physique or boxer per se type of body, how many pounds do you think that he's got to shed there, uh, Gabriel? What, what, what would it be the amount of pounds that you think that would be more more of a, a boxer physique where you say, okay, this guy is serious about boxing. <laughs> That's a good question because we, we had talked before I saw the fight, you know, and uh, I was sitting there kind of watching the fight going, you know, I wonder, I wonder, you know, what it is, you know, like 40? Is it 40 pounds? 267 down, you know, like 227? Is that going to look good there? Is it 210, 215? I mean, he's got to deal with the big guys. So he's got to maintain some size. So I don't think he goes below, let's say, 225, 220. But even then, 
you be body beautiful? Or do you just look like kind of like a shorter Chris Ariola? Right, exactly. So I, I wonder this, is that in order to get this trim and to, to have a body where most folks are going like, okay, now he's serious about, about fighting. Um, I told you this. Do you really think he's going to be a heavyweight? I don't think so. I don't even think being, I don't even think if he's able to get to the cruiserweight division, his body's going to have that look of, I'm serious. In, in terms of being cut up, uh, eating properly, I, I look at this guy going, he might be another dude that could make, should make a lightweight division, body type, but at the same time, how good would he be at that weight? With guys that are, are, are equally as fast and probably a bit stronger than him at a light heavyweight division, where with the mass of fatness that he has, I'm sorry, sorry, Andy, I had to say that, but the mass, you look at the body weight there, you, you kind of think that, is there a strong possibility that he understands that he could probably be a lot quicker and more mobile than more of the bigger guys? Because, um, you know, he doesn't really belong in the heavyweight division. But how good is his chin? I mean, well, I saw Saturday night. I got to tell you, he does take a shot pretty good. But was it really against a very serious and dangerous uh, a dangerous puncher? Like, uh, let's say uh, – Let's say in terms of like uh, 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 Stavert, Gabriel, could he take a punch like that? I don't know. Well, I, I think with Andy right now, you know, a lot of it is just he's not operating at 100% with that body, you know? Um, and my worry for him is that he's, it's always going to be the story. He's, he's got good skills for, for, for a fat guy, you know? And I think he's got more that, than that to offer. I think you know, there's an explosiveness that can be brought out. I, you know, I'm curious to get him on just to. I want to talk about who's his trainer. You know, what does he, what does he do? You know, how does he approach his training? Because it's, you know, you think about the heavyweights. They're they're kind of a different animal than everybody else. They don't have to worry about their weight. And so, with that comes a certain responsibility to be in top shape. But what is that for for that particular body type? You, you know, it's a great question. Um, and so, I think. You know, looking at Andy, like I'm very curious. Does he uh, does he do any sort of explosive training, like sprint training? Does he? You know, what's his running regimen like? That'd be the first thing. You know, what's the nutrition like too? I mean, is he eating all organic food, trying to, or is he, you know, kind of just barely getting by? I mean, he's making good enough money to eat well. Um, and people say, well, look at him. We know he's eating well, but there's a difference between eating a lot and and eating well. You know, right, right. Is he, is he a soda guy? Is he a beer guy? Like, where's his weight coming from? You know, you don't just balloon up and wait for no reason. So, you know, I'm not going to get all uh, Dr. Oz on it or whatever, but, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to see, you know, what that all is about. Absolutely. I'm very curious to, to kind of hear what he, you know, his response to, because I'm pretty sure he's heard the criticism. He's had it, I've heard the criticism. Uh, and, 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 and how does he respond back to that? You know, how does it affect them? Um, obviously, it's not affecting them when it gets in the ring where it counts. Let me touch on our next guest, Andy. Andy Ruiz, the destroyer. Are you here? Are you there with us, brother? Yeah, I'm right here, brother. How you doing, man? First off, hey, thanks for coming on on, on Christmas Eve, bro. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're you're running around and trying to get to the family, or you're out there trying to get some last uh, minute shopping done, man. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on the show. Yeah, no problem, 
believe. Ever since, ever since they stopped throwing the right hands, that, that's when, um, that, that's when, that's when I heard it. And then I was just using the jab, the jab, trying to throw the hook. But, but maybe that's why a lot of people are. Well, ever, ever since I was young, everybody talked about the weight and all that. Right. But. So- so let me ask you this, you know, how far off do you think people are? Because, I mean, it's easy for somebody to go, oh, he's got to lose weight, he's got to do this. But how far off when they try to make Andy Ruiz as a comparison to Chris the Nightmare? Do you think that's really way off where in terms Chris was more of a, you know, a, a guy that just lacked motivation to, to train sometimes in the beginning when he got the, the stardom? Do, do you think they're way off in terms of comparing you to him? Yeah, a, a little bit. You know, we, we both have... We, we both had the same issue, you know, and they, they would talk shit about Chris Arrello's weight and then my weight too, so it's kind of the, we're kind of the same thing, but um, if I, they, they just want to see me chiseled, that, that's what the, the people want, they want to see me chiseled and, 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 and make the, the, the flabbiness um, solid, and, and I'm pretty sure that's what they want, but I, if I lose a lot of weight, I agree with that person that said, um, I'll probably go down first way, maybe, but I, I just need to tighten up. It's got to be frustrating, man. I have to tell you the truth where, you know what, it, I, I, th- I, I mean, let me ask you this. Have you ever, like, got in the back of your mind and go, like, okay, dude, I know that I got to lose the weight, but what about the skill level? I mean, shit, give me the compliment of the skill level. My skills aren't there. Why, 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 why is nobody not focusing on that? Have you ever thought in that term? Yeah, a lot of times, actually, but... That, that, that's what I was telling them. Look at him, I'm chubby and all that, but but I'm knocking out guys, you know. I'm I'm winning. I'm I'm still beating people up. The the chubbiness was that it wasn't getting in the way so far, but but there, there's people that that hate and there's people that have, uh, that show me love too. So I think it's unfair to compare you to Sariola because. It's not like, I mean, the weight's an issue for you, but it's kind of, I mean, you've come down so far. He's 40. People can't even fathom that. And to get to right. a place where you're boxing 12 rounds, and you manage your, your, your energy well, um, you know, and you didn't look sloppy to me, like huffing and puffing, like terrible. You know, it looked like, and with Chris, Chris would run off from training camps. He would just disappear for three or four weeks. I, I'm pretty sure that's not the problem with you. Um, do you think it's just a matter of, You've gone so far in this one direction, losing weight. Now it's just kind of time to shock your body, try some new type of exercise, different sprint training or whatever. Uh, Start to mix it up and maybe just kind of get to another level that way. Have you hired somebody? Yeah. Yeah. um, Actually, we we had had a physical trainer, but he left back to Spain, and he didn't help me out for this fight. But but we are going to bring him back, and we'll see um, after my hand heals and I just wonder, like, you know, I mean, what, what is the ideal weight? And do you think that's going to be enough for people to say, okay, he's, he's at that limit? I mean, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're banging out guys and you're doing what you're supposed to do where it counts in the ring, do um, you think that gradually wins over the fans? Or are we so caught up with image that you have to look this, this, this way in order for you to really be a super threat? in the minds of fans. I mean, I don't get that. 
think um, Severn has a has a good chance to to win if if he just fucking stays low and and throws longer throws so because he has like a longer reach and I, I kind of think Severn could take it because he does it good. I I, I, I love the fact. I, I gotta tell you this. I love the fact that Andy Ruiz has has the the regular Chicano uh, um, first word to start off his sentence. It's fucking. That's how you know he's 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 Mexican American. Right? Oh, like, oh, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy, yeah. I, yeah, he's like, hey, 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 you hungry? Right, I mean, I'm hungry. Hey, it's a, hey, you hungry? Hey, fucking, I'm hungry, bro. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Orale, <laughs> 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 brother. Hey, thanks again, man, for coming on, bro. Have a great Christmas with our familia. And uh, um, I'm, I'm I can't wait till I get off the air, dude. I got Pozole waiting for me. The whole works right now, man. <laughs> interview that we did back in 2014 in December uh, before the entering of 2015 with Andy the Destroyer Ruiz. Um, <laughs> fuck it, let's eat. No shit, man. Uh, man, you know, so there's reports, right? Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about Andy Ruiz going over with uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez's trainer, Renoso. Obviously, he's done a, Renoso's done a great job with uh, Canelo, but it's been throughout the years with Canelo being with him uh, with that team. And then you have now what Ryan Garcia. You've seen some improvement with Ryan Garcia. The only thing I haven't seen for Ryan Garcia is the step up, you know, step up in class of opponents, you know, which um, we're hoping, I was hoping we were going to get this year with Jorge Linares, but, you know, Mr. Cove 19 had a different plan for boxing and put everybody on hold, right? So what are my thoughts about Reynoso and Andy Ruiz? Well, here's the thing is Andy Ruiz has been around the mill in the boxing circuit. It's not like he hasn't visited every, every gym in L.A. or Southern California and hasn't trained with every trainer available out there with him. So it's not the, the case, what can Reynoso, you know, add to Andy Ruiz? It's the case of, does Andy Ruiz finally shake off whatever non-motivational thing that's going through his mind? Because it, obviously it's, it's more of a mental state for him, you know, where he can't seem to get up. He, you know, he works really, really hard. And then once he hits that little pinnacle, it's, it's like it plateaus. It's done. He doesn't go any further from that, you know. So this is really a case of, of um, Andy Ruiz defeating the demons that he has. Uh, which is getting up and training hard, uh, listening to his team, following what his team are saying, and and really just kind of uh, surrendering himself to to whatever uh, uh, agenda or plans that his team's going to have for him. 
that's something that he struggled with. You know, he's he was with Top Rank. Top Rank had a, that was one of major uh, major complaint about Top. You know, from Top Rank was that you know he just couldn't um, you know didn't train. He wouldn't train. You know, and uh, he'd bloom up, and then it was back to just losing weight. And you know, uh, there's no denying there's no denying that Andy Reid has got some major skills. And if and if right in the head and train correctly and at the white the right weight. Uh, Andy Reid is a, is a force to be reckoned with in the heavyweight division. So again, Ronoso could be great for him, but none of that matters. None of that really matters if Andy Ruiz doesn't take this serious and get back into the ring and do it where it counts. You know, I was watching earlier a clip on the news over there in Imperial, uh, uh, where he's from, and uh, one of the reporters was saying like, Andy is the impunity of what represents that town, which is hard work and dedication, you know, and I'm sitting, I'm like, wow, how ironic, right? You know, because after, for the rematch with Anthony Joshua uh, in Saudi Arabia, he, he, you know, there was nothing there. Like he had no footwork. Um, he's always going to have fast hands, but, but you could really see that, that he was not even in the fight. And then immediately after that fight, he just, he blurted out, I didn't train for this, you know, and uh, I think, you know, and, and that's been the major problem for Andy Ruiz, you know, and you imagine, like I said, that reporter uh, that was covering the parade when he came back from defeating um, Anthony Joshua from New York from the Big Apple, uh, saying those words now, and then probably looking at that fight, everybody excited in that town and going like, where's the motivation and dedication that our town represents? So that's what Andy, Andy needs that on his back, I, I, I believe. You know, I think now, before, there was so many doubts that it, I think it affected him, but now that he sees that how many people are, are on his back, how many people depend on him uh, to, to represent, not just, not just his whole town, but, but a whole culture of people, you know, Mexicans, and, and, and of what we bring, of what we represent, of who we are. And that has to weigh on him. Uh, oops, sorry, my bad, man. Uh, that has to weigh on him pretty heavy, you know, because uh, not only is he fighting for himself, now he's fighting for a group of, of, of people that are rooting for him. So it's really important for Andy Ruiz to get back in there and be motivated. And whatever trainer decides to help him out, you know, into getting him prepared to get to his next step and who he's going to face, it's all going to be on Andy Ruiz. Does he train? Is he motivated? And not just once. It can't just be one time, Right. It has to be uh, numerous times. Um, it has to be all the time for the remainder of his whole career, you know, until he retires. He's got to bring that motivation. You know, the sad part is that guys that, that just are just ultimately just talented, right, that don't have to do so much because they're just so gifted at it, at it that they're, they're, there's always a, like a, a lazy factor with them, right? And, uh, and then when it finally – like when it finally it's kind of like the limelight's off of them and, and they're just a, 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 a before factor. It's always been weird when they, like it finally kicks in. When they recognize that nobody talks about them, nobody cares to see them anymore. And it's like they, then it's like jumpstart. They're like, no, 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 I'm still here. But the skills have eroded. They're not even the same anymore. I'm hoping that doesn't happen uh, to, uh, to Andy Ruiz. I'm hoping right now, while he's still young and he still has those skills and people are still talking about him, that this is a wake-up call of what happened in the rematch with Anthony Joshua. And you know what? Um, he's saying that he wants that third match. I don't see it happening. Um, 
I, I see he's going to have to face somebody else and then kind of prove, not just to promoters uh, or convince the promoter that he's, he's completely back, but really the fans, the fans now that, 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 you know, that have lost belief in him and who he disappointed. Let's be honest here. He disappointed a lot of people, you know, especially Raza. That's the one thing you don't want to disappoint Mexicanos, you know, Mexican American people from Mexico. You don't want to disappoint us because we hold our fighters to such a high standard. It's such a high standard. You know what I mean? And, and when you show no effort, you're really showing no effort to your people. And that's, that's like a no, no, that's like a big, big no, no to, to, uh, um, to uh to us and not just to us to the fight fans fight fans from all around the world i mean he captured you know not just the the, the mexican people but puerto ricans and, and blacks and whites i mean the uk i mean he captured everybody everybody was rooting for him uh everybody was except except for the aj fans right they were like pissed dude they were coming up with this crazy ass conspiracy theories you know that aj's twin was in the ring but but if you watched Andy, you knew that Andy had some real true boxing skills, man. And and that night he brought everything with him. And, you know, it was a very emotional win, not just for him and his team, but it was an emotional win for all of us. So wanna see Andy, uh, you know, I wanna see Andy get back in there and do where it counts. Anyways, I'm your host, Dave Duenas. I got to get back. I got to get to work and everything. Everybody stay safe, man. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode of Chronicle of the Rings before they were stars. Definitely going to be putting interviews on. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button and hit that notification bell so that you're notified when we go live here on Leaving the Ring. If you haven't had a chance, go to the beer Go to the beer box scene and uh, uh, quarantine where we put up some classic fights and you get to listen to us chop it up and drink some brewskis while we're at it watching some classic fights. Anyways, man, you guys have a great, great, uh, great, great day and I'll talk to you guys soon.